eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. So today I want to give you guys five things that you can reuse and repurpose around your house. So these are things that would typically end up in the trash and go to a landfill, but if you're trying to live a more sustainable and eco-friendly life, I hope that this episode can kind of like give you some new creative ways to use those things that you would usually throw out or recycle. That's one really cool thing about sustainable living is you don't have to buy a bunch of brand new sustainable swaps and like eco-friendly products. It's really easy to take what you already have inside of your house and look at what you're actively throwing away and recycling and finding ways to give those items new life. Because even if you recycle something, a lot of those items end up going into a landfill anyway. So any way that you can to repurpose and reuse these items instead of throwing them in the trash is amazing. And today I'm going to give you five different things that you can repurpose or reuse around your house. So just going right in, the first one is cardboard boxes. Not like the huge moving boxes or anything like that where, I mean, I you can reuse those too. My kids, when we were moving, we only brought a few boxes with us, but my kids reused two of those boxes and built houses and castles and we cut it up and it was really fun up until the point of like destruction where they'd played with it too much to the point where we had to finally put it in the recycling bin but I'm more talking about the small cardboard boxes like cereal boxes oatmeal boxes you know the ones that all the prepackaged snacks come in any cardboard box like that instead of you know taking it down breaking down the cardboard and recycling it you can actually leave it leave the box whole and cut the top of the box off to where there's only like maybe two or three inches of the box and then set them in a drawer and use them as drawer organizers. This is something that's really easy to do. It doesn't take that much time, especially if you have like a decent pair of kitchen scissors or something. But you know, one day I just got really tired of looking at all the crap in my junk drawer. And it's not like, you know, I threw away a lot of stuff that was in there, but everything that was left was (laughs) things that we needed and used every day, like charging cords, pens, command hooks, things like that. But I just needed a way to organize them. And I went to Target and all of the drawer organizer packages were like $20 and $30. And I was like, I really, I don't, I don't want to pay that much. So instead I just cut the bottom off of cereal boxes And I lined the drawer with them and that's what we used to organize the drawer. And, you know, it's not the most aesthetically pleasing thing in the world. You know, it's not as cute as if I were to have like matching wooden drawer organizers or whatever, but it does the trick. It saved that cardboard from going straight into the landfill or the recycling bin. And, you know, it was an easy quick fix for my junk drawer. 
Not to mention most of the, you know, it's nice to have something that looks cute and that makes you happy when you open it in, but you can even paint them if you're really that worried about it. Um, but the cool thing about junk drawers is like the only person, people that open it are me and my husband. Like it's not like guests go into my house and open up the junk drawer looking for stuff like that's just for us. So, you know, personally, I don't really care if it looks super cute or not as long as it is functional. The second thing that you can reuse and repurpose around your house are glass jars. Now, I mean, there are literally a million different ways that you can use glass jars around your house. But for me, I really like to get a certain brand of pasta jars. They're, I forget exactly which one it is. When I'm at the store, it would make sense with me looking at it. But there's one of them that actually uses like real mason jars instead of just a random glass jar. And what's cool about that is there are a lot of brands that have tops for mason jars, like tops with a little hole for a straw in it and things like that. So if you get ones that are the same size as a mason jar and have the same like lid shape as a mason jar does, you can reuse them and you know over time, every time that you get pasta sauce, you can get that same brand. And then over the course of like a month or two, you could have enough for a matching set of glassware to drink out of. Me personally, I have like way too many glass jars at this point and I already had a lot of mason jars that I had thrifted before this. So I also really like to save glass jars with their lids and then use them as gifts. So when, you know, holiday season rolls around, I really like to make Epsom salts. One of my favorite things is like peppermint Epsom salt where you mix some like red food coloring and you line it with stripes. So, you know, you do the red food coloring with peppermint essential oil and the Epsom salts and then you know the white and then the red again and it's so cute it looks like a candy cane and you know if you have 10 glass jars that you've saved over the course of the past few months then that's enough for all of your friends or acquaintances or even your kids teachers things like that so you can you know reuse them for really cute DIY gifts which if you're interested in this there are a million ideas on Pinterest and they're all so cute. I always keep like glass bottles if we get beer bottles or you know anything like that sometimes I get a mineral water that comes in a glass bottle I keep all of those and I am a big houseplant hoarder so I always use them for propagating my houseplants and it looks really really cute and it's the perfect size and shape for that. Another really cool idea for glass jars is, you know, on, you know, Instagram or Pinterest or whatever, where people have the pantries that are organized with all of their snacks and dry goods and things like that with cute matching glass, like see-through containers. So this is perfect for that. You know, no matter what you want to organize in your kitchen pantry, you can literally like go to the store and say, okay, which shape do I want? And then whatever that is, find a jar of, you know, pasta sauce or whatever it may be that's in the glass container. Find the shape that you like and then just start buying that one instead of your normal go-to. And before you know it, you'll have a little stockpile up of these matching glass jars and then you can reorganize your pantry and you didn't spend any extra money. But yeah, so I feel like the possibility with glass jars is endless. So the next thing that is really easy to repurpose are plastic bags. Now, pause. <laughs> I know if you've listened to my podcast for any period of time, you know that I am a huge advocate for reusable bags and saying no to single-use plastic shopping bags. 
but there are times where it's just inevitable. Like I always go into the commissary, which is the grocery store at the military base that I currently live at. And every time I will bring my own bags and I'll give them to the people. And it literally never fails that every single time I do this, they'll still end up wrapping at least two things in plastic. Even though I straight up say, hey, please just, you know, throw everything in there. It doesn't have to be organized. You know, I don't want any plastic bags there's always at least two that make their way into my bags, which is a big reason why I'm always at the self-checkout because, you know, that's a problem that you don't have to deal with with that. But there are just some times that I'm coming through and it makes more sense to go to the main checkout line. And yeah, every single time I come home with a couple plastic bags, and a lot of times when my husband goes out, he's not as gung-ho about eco-friendly living as I am. He is really on board and he helps with a ton of it, but he, you know, he'll still pick up a plastic bag if he runs to the grocery store or the gas station or wherever. So yeah, inevitably there's always a few plastic bags that, that make their way into the house. And I, you know, I'm fine with that. I don't claim to be perfect. I don't strive for perfection or you know, zero plastic or whatever. It's just something that I like to work towards. So yeah, anyway, long story short, I do have a few plastic shopping bags that make their way through my house. And instead of just throwing them away, I store them in a reusable bag in my pantry. And then I either put stuff in them for donations whenever I'm going through and decluttering the house. I'll use one of those plastic shopping bags. That way I can, you know, store things until I can take them to the thrift store. Or, you know, if your friends come over and they end up leaving items or, you know, their casserole dish or whatever, you can use plastic shopping bags to put those items in and take them back to your friend or even stuff like picking up dog poop in the backyard. I feel like, you know, anything that you can reuse versus just throwing those plastic single-use shopping bags in the trash that's kind of the whole main point of it is it's only single use if you only use it once right now with all that being said <laughs> you should still use reusable shopping bags when you can because obviously that's a lot better for the environment but again you know progress over perfection the third item that you can reuse and repurpose kind of goes straight along with that, and that's mesh produce bags. So if you go to the grocery store and you, you know, want to buy a fruit that's not available in the bins where you can pick them all out yourself, for me, this is always baby oranges. <laughs> My kids absolutely love them, and I, I don't think I've ever walked into a store where you can pick out baby oranges and they're not already bagged up for you in one of those mesh produce bags. So we always have a couple of those floating around our house, but I have found a couple really cool ways to reuse them. And one of them is you can cut like the metal ends off of them and then just roll them up in a ball and tie them off. And you can use it as a dish scrubber, which sounds kind of weird, but it actually works so well to clean dishes, especially if you have like two of them that you can smush together. Um, it's awesome for that. And after a week or two, it kind of like gets nasty and then you throw it away. But again, that's like a week or two of being used versus, you know, you using it for the oranges and then throwing it away as soon as you put the oranges in the bowl. Um, another really cool way to use the mesh produce bags like that is you can actually, you can put two little suction cup hooks in your bathtub if you're a mom and um, put one of those mesh produce bags on those hooks and then use it to collect kids toys. 
And since this mesh produce bag is made out of like plastic string, it won't get all nasty or hold in the moisture from the bath toys. So it's, that's a really cool use for it as well. The third way that you can use these mesh produce bags is actually, again, to cut the metal ends off because you don't wanna be scrubbing the metal pieces up on your body, but you can wrap, if you have like bars of soap or you know shampoo and conditioner bars, you can wrap the mesh produce bags around that and tie it off on the ends. That way, when you get to the end of the soap bar and it starts like crumbling and falling apart, you have something to hold it together. And there are things called soap saver bags that you can buy from pretty much anywhere. You can buy them on Amazon. You can buy them at some grocery stores. Um, and a lot of websites are selling them now. But this is just a cool way if you don't want to go out of your way to buy a soap saver bag, you can reuse a mesh produce bag for it. And it works pretty much just as well. And the last thing that I'm going to tell you about today that you can reuse and repurpose is old clothes that are either ripped, have holes in them that you can't repair or really badly stained and you you know think about oh should I just throw this away depending on the material you can cut it up and then use it as cleaning rags or even reusable paper towels typically for my reusable paper towels I always advocate for flower sack towels because they're super cheap they're really really absorbent and they work amazing but if you have you know clothes laying around that have holes in them and are damaged to the point where you could throw them away. There's literally no harm in cutting them up and seeing if they would work well as, you know, cloths or rags or reusable paper towels. Worst comes to worst, you're still going to end up throwing it in the trash, but at least you tried to use it in a different way first, right? So yeah, there are five different things that you can reuse and repurpose around your house instead of throwing away. I want to end this by coming back around just to say that, you know, when it comes to sustainable living and eco-friendly living, it's not about buying a whole bunch of different products that are deemed eco-friendly or sustainable. A huge part of this lifestyle is showing appreciation for what you already have, being mindful about how many things you're throwing away and sending to the recycling bin, and doing exactly what this episode talked about, finding things that you would typically throw away that you can actually you know, save and use in a different way around your house. And that itself is breaking this cycle of consumerism. Our society has a really big issue with throwing things away that aren't broken and you know as soon as something is deemed unworthy to you or useless or whatever we just toss it and throw it away instead of fixing it and reusing it because you know it's all a method of convenience so bringing yourself out of that cycle and you know even something as simple as your pasta jar like looking at that and really seeing through the fact that you know society tells you that you throw this away after you take the sauce out of the jar but then you realize how much resources had to go into making just that one jar in the lid right like and it's to me it's literally dumbfounding to sit here and think about it because really so much work and resources go into making all of these products that we end up just throwing away so a, a big part about living sustainably and eco-friendly is waking up to that and kind of looking at all of these objects that we typically would throw away with no second thought in a very new light and in doing so not only will you be saving money because you know you're using things that you have around your house to fulfill a need versus going out to buy new items like this 
but you're also just showing an appreciation for the earth and lowering the amount of trash that you're producing. So yeah, I hope that this episode gave you some new ideas of ways that you can stop throwing things in the trash or the recycling bin and instead use them and give them a new life around your home. If this episode helped you at all, please share it with a friend or, you know, post it on your social media, whatever. I would love to get the word out to more people about easy ways that they can make eco-friendly changes in their life. And, you know, every time that you guys share an episode, it just literally makes my heart melt and it makes me so happy knowing that other people are going to hear these messages and get new ideas for ways that they can live eco-friendly. So again, thank you guys so much. And if this helped you, share it with someone. And further than that, I really hope that you guys just, you listen to these episodes and then you actually you know, go out there into your lives and take action on this. And the things that I talk about in the episodes actually go and do them. So after you click out of this episode, when you get back to your house, make sure to think before you throw things away and see what you can give new life to. Also, if you do any of the things in this, I would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you want to reach out, my Instagram is at unrootedmama. And I absolutely love when you show me the eco-friendly changes that you make in your life because of this podcast. So definitely, if you take action on any of this, tag me on Instagram because I would absolutely love to see it. You know, if you need a cheerleader on this journey to eco-friendly living, shoot me a DM and I will be with you every step of the way. So get out there. You got this. I believe in you. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time.